Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. It's your daily dose of Donna. It is March 8th, Wednesday. Happy International Women's Day to all of these lovely, lovely female listeners. Women listeners, I appreciate you. I see you. We're working our butts off. I see all of you guys on TikTok doing the Lord's work, you know, bringing the tea and on Instagram and just anywhere, you guys kicking butt. And we have a a good packed up episode. And shockingly, today's episode is not just about Vanderpump which I'm so proud of myself. Like I'm, I'm slowly going through the withdrawals, but I had to cover it because we do have some pretty important information, Vanderpump wise, Vanderpump related. So I'm going to give you guys a little bit of an update for those of you that I know watch my uh, podcast or listen to my podcast for your daily updates. I'm going to give you an update on that. And then I'm going to break down something else. I have about 15 minutes for today's episode. So it's going to be short and sweet before my my group program starts. And I want to make sure to record it and get it out there for you guys. So we're going to break down a little bit of Vanderpump rules. Then we're going to talk a little bit about Cole Sprouse on Call Her Daddy. He is formerly of Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. I'll tell you all about my story because I used to work with him. I used to be the casting director, one of the two casting directors from Sweet Life on Deck. So um, good stories about seeing Cole Sprouse and Dylan Sprouse as kids uh, on a daily basis. Okay. So let's get in first to a couple things. Number one, you guys, reviews are coming in every single day on the podcast. I so appreciate it. I see them. I'm not going to read them today because I don't have a lot of time and I want to get into the the gossip, but make sure to leave a five-star rating. You guys are awesome. I'm at, I think I'm at, you know, high 50s in terms of the amount of ratings. Like I said, my goal is at least 100. So every single one of you, if you're listening to this, go give it a five-star rating. Appreciate you. Okay, so let's get into the updates. And I'm going to make it fast because it's everywhere. You know, when I first started talking about Vanderpump on Monday, it was like there wasn't that many podcasts about it. But now you can't open your eyes. You can't look at anything without seeing a a Vanderpump Rules update. Everyone's talking about it. So I'm not going to go deep. But I will say this. I'm not going to go deep or hard. But I will say this. Both Tom Sandoval and Raquel Rachel Levis have now released apologies, um, you know, statements, Tom, this being his second. And it finally, he, he actually apologized to his ex who he has hurt the most, um, instead of his business, which was forefront on his mind. Um, the biggest problem with Tom's apology was he started it by saying first and foremost, and it's actually not first and foremost when it's your second apology right? Like if it's your second apology statement, you shouldn't say first and foremost. You should say, I apologize. I didn't apologize to Ariana sooner. That was my concern. I was very overwhelmed and I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That's all that anyone needed to hear. None of it would have made it better. But of course he's saying I'm doing some counseling and some inner work. And speaking of that, both him and Rachel, Raquel Levis, are coming back with that same mental health statement, right? So he's saying, I'm, I'm seeking counseling. I need to figure out what's going on with me. She's saying, I am a love addict. I am a, um, you know, I need to, the, 
I need to be loved and get the attention. And by the way, I'm just going to say something and you guys can disagree with me. I'm curious, but like, who isn't a love addict? Like, is that even a thing? Who doesn't want to be loved? I want to know one person out there who does not want to be loved. I, I, I don't know one. So I think that everyone to an extent can say that I for sure have acted in ways in my life because I crave that kind of love and attention in, in, you know, blame it on abandonment issues, blame it on stuff that happened when you were a kid. It doesn't matter. It's like, it's a pretty common thing. That being said, she, she had a very well-crafted PR statement. I think it hit up, you know, an apology. Then it talked about her, you know, her issue, her mental health issues. Now the question is, will she be at the reunion? The big concern here is that she will find a way to not show up at the reunion because she filed a restraining order against Sheena Shea, Shishu, who apparently punched her in the face when she found out the news because she was freaking out over the fact that, you know, this was coming to light. It's a pretty lame way to get out of the reunion. Supposedly she has flown back home wherever home is. And I'm just dying to know, like, why didn't we see, how come we haven't seen a, um, you know, like a picture of her on an airplane? Does she get a private jet? jet? Is she on Randall's jet? Where is Graham the dog? That's what I want to know. I want to know where is Graham? Is he okay? Is he in James's hands? Is he still with Raquel, Rachel? Is Tom Sandoval sleeping at Raquel Rachel's apartment? These are the big questions that no one is answering. So we'll see what happens. You know how it goes. Every single hour, there's a new something or other that comes along with Vanderpump Rules. As of today, Wednesday, March 8th, we have a big night ahead of us, okay? Vanderpump Rules is live tonight. I'm going to have to watch it live because I'm here in Los Angeles. So I'm already three hours behind you guys. What do I do? And then also um, Lisa, Vanderp- Lisa Vanderpump will be on Watch What Happens live. So it's a big day today. Like, get out the popcorn. Okay, I'm going to uh, switch gears for a second and tell you guys a little bit because Cole Sprouse, formerly child actor Cole Sprouse, one half of Dylan and Cole Sprouse, the twins, was on the very famous podcast Call Her Daddy on Spotify that got um, released this morning. And I just listened to it because I am here to do the work. I'm here to bring the the gossip to you guys. So first of all, I just want to give you a heads up. Cole Sprouse now is in his 20s. I can't even, I, I, I should have his age. I don't have his age in front of me. It's not really important. He's an adult. Cole and I and, um, you know, Dylan, there is a history, not one that is super strong, but there is a history because we worked together for a few years. So I was a casting director in my previous life and I used to be a casting director, the casting director between two of us, Brandy, my partner, and I were the casting directors of Sweet Life on Deck. Brandy, who was my partner on that show, had cast Sweet Life on, of Zach and Cody. So she was working on that show for years from pretty much the beginning. And I came in for when it went from the Tipton Hotel to the, the cruise ship, if you guys watched the summer school or the school on the seas or whatever the hell it was called. Um, we were responsible for finding Debbie Ryan and we, um, you know, were casting all the characters from that point on. So for three years, we were with Dylan and Cole Sprouse five days a week. That's how it worked. He was on set. You know, we would be in the table read together on Mondays. He was on set downstairs. We were up in our production office casting for those characters of that week. They would always come up to the offices and hang out with us. Him way more than his brother. So Cole was the guy that was interviewed today. Dylan was and is, I think, still pretty much, it feels like, 
Cole is the more, you know, friendly one. Um, and it always was that way. Like Cole always had much more of a goofy, fun, friendly vibe. I don't think I ever really talked to Dylan one-on-one, but Cole would come and hang out in our office. And he was, you know, a teen. He was like a young teen. He, he wasn't even driving at the time. And he would come in and he would hang out with us and, and shoot the shit and we would have fun. He was always really sweet, really goofy, really funny, kind, loving, awesome emotional, sensitive, all the things. Dylan was a little bit more standoffish in my opinion. Um, I never really felt like we could get close. Um, but you know, that just happens sometimes. I felt close with the rest of the cast for the most part. Like all the other kids were really great and really sweet and really fun. And you know, there's all the stories, but Cole was definitely, um, he was really outgoing and extroverted, and I love that about him. So he was on Caller Daddy today, and he a couple of big bombshells that came out. Like, number one, um, he lost his virginity at 14. Had no idea about that because that would be inappropriate. Like, why would I talk to him about that when I was, you know, 29 years old or however old I was at the time? Um, I... I was 26, actually, when I started working on that show. Um, Hey, Jennifer, welcome. Okay, so Cole lost his virginity at 14 years old, apparently on a vacation. He said it lasted 20 seconds. The best part about it was that he went to the girl, and this is how he got her to have sex. He basically said, hey, are you DTF? Do you guys remember that, DTF, down to F? Like, died. That's hysterical. Um, What I really liked hearing about was a little bit more of his past, like when he was younger. Um, We never saw his mom. His mom was never around, not once, not ever. His dad, on the other hand, Matt, Matt Sprouse, was there daily, almost daily. He was a a steady part of the show, cool guy, um, very friendly, kind of like young at heart type of vibe. And apparently he did a great job parenting because both Cole and Dylan are really close with him still and they supported him and they helped him and they, they are not upset with him whatsoever. Apparently the dad didn't really wasn't all for them getting into acting as babies. The mom was, but they have no relationship with the mom. In fact, Cole said it was a really, it's a really challenging relationship. She is an artist. She had addiction issues, mental health issues, and clearly there's no real strong relationship there still to this day, which is sad. But the mom kind of got them into it and the dad got excited because it's like, oh my gosh, this is a cash cow. And it really was. What I loved about this is that he's not bitter towards Disney. Whereas most child stars that grew up in the Disney world are really bitter about Disney. Like they feel they took, got taken advantage. They feel like they didn't get paid enough. They feel this and this and that. Cole was basically like, look, we didn't come in there with money. We had no money from Big Daddy. We had no money from friends at that point. We came in there and we were just stoked to work and we were happy with what we got. Like we didn't want to bite the hand that fed us. And I really like that approach because you don't hear that that often. You hear the bitter approach so often. Um, Let's see. What else did I think that was like really interesting? Um, He stopped supporting his family three years ago, which I thought was interesting because he's like a way adult now. Um, He's talked about – he talked about how he's been cheated on emotionally um, and physically before in every single relationship, which is – Really, really kind of crazy to think since so many girls are just like obsessed with them. Oh, this was a trip. Smoked a cigarette pretty much the entire interview, which is so weird when you know someone as a little kid and then you see them like smoking a cigarette throughout the interview. Um, He talked about the fact that he and his brother, and this I can attest to, he talked about the fact that he and his brother's characters, Dylan and Cole, um, or Zach and Cody, 
were kind of like based on who they were in real life. And this I can attest to. Like Dylan was, like I said, a little bit more of the tough guy. And he even said he was kind of like a bully, right? Cole said he was kind of a bully. So he was kind of more the tough guy and um, more, I guess, like you would say, like better with the girls and this and this and that. And then Cole was a little bit more you know, the intellectual bully. And you can tell this, by the way, Cole is smart as fuck. Like this kid, he's not even a kid anymore. He knows exactly what he's talking about. He's very well-spoken. I really liked hearing this interview and I'll tell you why. You're so used to hearing Disney stars or child actors gone bad or really angry or really effed up. And of course, there's some that are still fine. But even those that are fine, a lot of them have gone through like really crazy shit, right? Like even Miley Cyrus, she went through a period where she was just like all over the place. But Cole and Dylan, and I think you can attribute this honestly to their dad because they even had a manager at the time and I can't remember the story exactly. I'd have to do the research. When we were working together, they had a manager, this young guy that was always around, always. Oh, I just remembered his name, but I'm not going to say out loud. He was always around and he ended up getting arrested while we were on the show for like child endangerment or child pornography or something, they really relied on him. Like he was kind of like a a big brother figure to them. So they had a lot of like pain in their lives, like with their mom being gone and then this and, you know, whatever. I think you can attribute like when a kid doesn't go off the rails as an actor, I think you can attribute it to a parent. And it usually, you all you need is that one parent. And I also think twins help too. When there's twins and you're not just relying on yourself, but when you have a good parent, and I believe their dad was a good dad and still is a good dad because they're very close with him, um, I think that was their saving grace. And like, who knows what's next? <clears throat> who knows what's next with their careers? But for the first time, I watched it and I didn't get like depressed. I didn't feel like down watching a story about um, child actors. I actually thought it was really interesting and kind of cool to see him grow up. And I'm proud of him like as a human being and as an adult, he seems like he's got his shit together. He's sober. He's been sober for over a year. And I'm like, that's awesome. If that was an issue, I think he's really, really big on just like working and, and, you know, doing good in his life for whatever reason that is that he wants to, you know, whatever creative, kind of path he wants to take, but I really liked it. It made me feel good. Um, so Cole Sprouse, man, I'm going to have to dig up some old pictures of us and, and show them to you guys on my Instagram stories. But that is today's episode exactly under 15 minutes. That's my goal. Keep it under 15 minutes at all times. If you guys haven't subscribed yet, Daily Dose of Donna, it is a five day a week pop culture celebrity, uh, podcast. And I'm so grateful for you. Thank you so much. This episode will be out obviously today. And just let me know in my DMs what you guys want to hear about, what you guys want me to deep dive. And by tomorrow, I'm sure there's going to be some new development in this Vanderpump Rules case. But I like switching gears today and talking about something else. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye.